From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Wednesday, June 22nd, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. A 17-year-old boy is dead after a shooting yesterday afternoon in the Cleveland suburb of Parma. ONN's Tracy Townsend reports. The Parma Police Department responded to calls of gunshots in a neighborhood at about 3 p.m. They found the 17-year-old with gunshot wounds. He was taken to Metro Health Medical Center by the Parma Fire Department, where he died. Several people were reported to have been running from the scene. Investigators found several bullet casings on the street. There is no information as to the identity of the shooter as the investigation continues. I'm Tracy Townsend. Kids from six months of age to five years are now getting COVID-19 vaccines in Ohio, and there are two to choose from. ONN's Isabel Lawrence in Cleveland has more with pediatrician Dr. Shelley Sanders. Either three doses of Pfizer or two doses of Moderna, but is one better than the other? We have enough information about the safety and the immunity to be able to extrapolate that both will work equally well. Then there's the question of when to get it. Doctors say it can easily fit into your child's vaccine regimen or at a well visit. We now have over a year's worth of experience in giving it with other vaccines, and there's been no increased incidence of side effects. I'm Isabel Lawrence. A quarry in a park 15 miles southeast of Toledo was closed yesterday as police investigated a vehicle found in the water. ONN's Michael Sandlin in Toledo has the story. There were dozens of emergency vehicles, a bobcat, and even a crane, part of a team that included the Ottawa County Sheriff's Office, Genoa Police, BCI, and the Toledo Fire Special Operations Dive Team, concerned that perhaps one of the vehicles that were here inside the quarry were connected to a cold case. Toledo Fire says they first used sonar to map out where the vehicle was located, then over the course of hours removing pieces of the vehicle before bringing it up. But with no evidence support that any crimes took place here, the investigation has come to a swift end. Reporting in Genoa, I'm Michael Sandlin. A jury has been seated in the federal bribery trial of a former Cincinnati city councilman. ONN's Steve Vaughn has more. The panel of 12 jurors and four alternates were chosen Tuesday. And opening statements were due to get underway this morning at the federal courthouse in Cincinnati. Democrat P.G. Sittenfeld is accused of running a pay-to-play scheme in which developers paid $40,000 in campaign contributions to his political action committee in exchange for favorable votes on city projects. A couple of the developers were undercover FBI agents, and another former Cincinnati Bengal, Shinnaduman Dukeway, was acting as an informant. The trial expected to last a couple of weeks. Steve Vaughn, ONN. A landmark U.S. Supreme Court case involves Memorial Hospital in Marietta and a dialysis clinic. ONN's Lindsay Mills reports. In a 7-2 ruling, justices ruled the hospital's insurance policies do not discriminate against patients with end-stage renal disease, which causes kidney failure. DeVita, a kidney care center, claimed that hospital's insurance singled out patients by reimbursing at low rates in hopes they would switch their medical plans to Medicare. Two health plan administrators are responsible for pushing the case to the Supreme Court. The ruling will likely lead to more resources for the nearly 150 million people who use group insurance health plans. In Columbus, Lindsay Mills. School districts around Ohio continue to consider whether to allow teachers or other staff members to be armed now that Ohio law requires only 24 hours of training for them to do so. 
ONN's Clay Gordon has an update on a couple of suburban Columbus districts. Westerville City Schools yesterday sent a note home to parents saying the school board does not support the concept that this move will make schools safer. We're finding the topic trending on Reddit with nearly 150 people commenting. Last week, Gehanna also announced that there are no plans to discuss a change of policy that would allow teachers or staff to carry firearms. I'm Clay Gordon. The head of the Ohio Education Association said he's against arming teachers or other school staff. ONN's Dave James reports. Scott DeMauro is the president of the OEA. He says guns can and have been left unprotected by staff, and there's no clear evidence to him that armed staff makes a school safer. Plus, the vast majority of educators do not think that it's a good idea. I hear from our members that tell me all the time there is enough on their plates. They have so many things that they already need to worry about. This is one more pressure that I think gets put on the system that makes it harder to attract and retain good people in our profession. Dave James, I went in news. An Eastern Ohio man pleaded guilty yesterday to federal charges accusing him of violating the Bald and Golden Eagle Protection Act. Federal prosecutors say 79-year-old David Hoff of Dover shot and killed a bald eagle with a rifle last October. Since 1940, a permit is needed to shoot bald eagles, which were once virtually extinct in Ohio. As part of the terms of his plea, Hoff has agreed to a $20,000 fine and a five-year ban from hunting. The ever-popular Costco $5 rotisserie chicken could be in jeopardy of a price increase. ONN's Andrew Kinsey explains. Costco is facing a lawsuit regarding mistreatment of its livestock. The filing says Costco, quote, knowingly propagates chickens that are bred to grow so fast that many of them cannot stand under their own weight. Costco hasn't responded to the lawsuit, but in the past, the company says it upholds ethical and humane processes when it comes to chicken production. Costco operates its own processing plant in an effort to keep prices down. I'm Andrew Kinsey. And Ohio State University has been awarded a trademark for the word the uncertain apparel. The school tried to patent the word back in 2019, but the clothing company Mark Jacobs tried to do the same thing at the same time. Both OSU and Mark Jacobs have agreed to share the trademark. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.